You are listening to the QSR Web Podcast. Are you a supplier or a brand working to elevate the customer experience? The Interactive Customer Experience Association connects brands, suppliers, agencies, and more who are working to create transcendent customer experiences. Let's work together to create a better customer experience ecosystem for us all. Join the ICX Association today at ICXA.org. again all and thanks for coming back for this week's edition of the lowdown on all things limited service the qsr web podcast i'm qsr web and pizza marketplace editor shelly whitehead i'll be your sherpa through the next 15 or 20 minutes during which we will be talking to the restaurant leader whose pizza brand was literally conceived on his italian honeymoon a little more than 10 years ago now that's Drew French of your pod. And that's right up next after this brief message. The Interactive Customer Experience Association's mission is to connect B2C brands to technology that elevates the customer experience. Brands have access to resources, project help, news, and insights based around boosting their customer experience. Suppliers gain network opportunities to reach these brands and help them provide solutions to elevate their customer experience. Join today at ICXA.org. Okay, and here we are again, this time with your pie president, Drew French, joining us from that brand's home base in the University of Georgia Bulldogs, hometown of Athens, Georgia. Welcome, Drew. Hey, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Now, Drew, Georgia is known for its gracious and even slowed down Southern style, but this past year has been anything but that life in the slow lane for your pie. Not only did the brand celebrate its 10th birthday, but you brought on a new COO, added a bunch of new locations. I think you're at a total of about 65 now, and you even inaugurated some new pizzas like that voodoo and the slider pie, as well as this week, the double bacon BLT pizza. So my question to you is, at this 10-plus year mark, what are three big lessons you know now that you wish you'd known when you started, and why? <laughs> well, that's a, that's a great question. I kind of joke, I was only 24 when I started your pie. If I was my age now, I may not have, may not have done it. So uh, <laughs> um, ten years later, no. But all kidding aside, I think that I've learned a ton uh, growing up through the business, and as we've expanded from the one location here in Athens to, like you said, sixty six locations across the country. So um, I think that really just lesson of a ton of lessons. I don't know if I can pick three. One would be <laughs> one would be just it's a marathon. I think when you get into something. You want immediate uh, instant gratification a lot of times, especially people uh, starting a business. And I think that one one piece of advice maybe that just really be thinking long term. Don't get frustrated or upset if things don't happen quickly um, and, and always look to improve. I mean, we, we've had to constantly innovate, constantly um, try and get better over time because we recognize from day one that um, we, we had great food, we had great service, but that's that's not always enough. You got to always be looking for what's next and how can we um, get better um, over the long term. So really just incremental improvement 
day in and day out allows you to to be in that marathon. I imagine it is. It can feel like that. I've, you know, I've personally never started a business. I'm possibly because I'm too frightened, but um, <laughs> it's a frightening thing. And I imagine you want to get instant results because you got it all online. So that's good advice. Any other thoughts as far as, gee, I wish I'd known that when I got, when I was getting started. I do honestly believe that one of the reasons we still are here today is because I, I didn't know a lot when I went into it and we, we opened up during the recession and had, a, again, I didn't, I didn't know about a lot of things going into it. And so I had to um, learn, learn on the job. And um, just like you said, I, my mentality was, look, we're not going to fail. Um, we're going to do things the right way day in and day out. We're going to get better day in and day out. Um, I think that a lot of times people overthink things and that causes them to not not act. So for us, we, we try and do things and get better. Um, if it doesn't work out, then we move on to something else and, and try to get better at that. So I think the more you know, sometimes that's a hindrance to getting going. That's so true. Ignorance is bliss in some cases. <laughs> and this is one of them, right? You know, I think your pie has really made a mark as a brand that creates some unusual takes on pizza. So I'm wondering, how does that process go for new menu items and pizza ideas? And do you have like a system in place to generate ideas and then decide which ones you're going to take to market? We do. We're actually trying to improve that process right now. We haven't had 100 percent. Um, success rates on our LTOs, but we what we do is we like to include a lot of ideas. Um, we we every year we have our our conference here in Athens. Um, we call it Franchise Fest, and we have what we call our Craft Pie Cookoff. And our franchisees actually come to the table with their ideas, and we do a vote. Um, we make about five or six different pizzas out of those ideas, and the winning pie actually becomes our craft pie um, in the following year. One of our craft pies the following year. So that actually right now, the, the double bacon BLT, which we released yesterday, um, came out of that last year in, in July when we had our conference. Other than that, got a handful of people on the, the culinary team that were always in the kitchen trying to innovate. We're looking at some trends that are already out there, but we're also trying to take unique spins on things that are working in maybe other industries other categories and bringing them to pizza. The um, I'm thinking of maybe the chicken and waffle pie we did one year was a, you know, becoming a popular item on menus across the country, but we wanted to make it into a pizza. Um, so things like that, we, we take ideas from our system and then we, we just get in the kitchen and we, we try and innovate and try and be cutting edge when it comes to pizza. It's a nice collaborative process, it sounds like, that really gives franchisees a voice. It is, and we love new ideas. We're, we don't ever think an idea is, is not a good one. We, the cool thing about pizza is you can almost put anything on it and it still tastes delicious as long as you have the right combination. So we're looking at anything from figs to, like I said, the waffles. I mean, really anything goes when we're, when we're testing things out. Mm. What will be next? One, you know, one of your pie's initial and biggest claims to fame is its oven, which I think was also the result of a travel 
your trip to Italy or a trip to Italy. In fact, last year, I think at the Fast Casual Executive Summit, I heard you tell an audience that travel is a great source of inspiration for you and for restaurateurs. So how does that work on, you know, for you? And give me some examples from maybe a trip or two. Sure. I mean, like like you said, where your pie was born out of a trip I had to Italy on my honeymoon with Natalie, and we we got inspired there visiting her family and just saw the brick ovens, saw how great the pizzas tasted, or I guess we tasted how great the pizzas tasted. We saw how fast they were cooking, and that's how your pie was born. Was that inspiration? And without that trip, um, we may not have um, decided to move forward with with the idea. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we travel across the country. Um, as we're traveling, we're always looking at different ideas and getting inspired by just different cultures, different uh, mindsets about how to do things. You kind of can get in a rut in your day-to-day. And so I, I really recommend people get out of their comfort zone, go visit other cultures, go visit other parts of not um, just the world, but across the country. And ideas can come out of that. Great ideas come out of those those experiences. Yeah, any any examples other than the oven you want to share with us? Well, we yeah, when we were our oven actually comes out of the town up in Bellingham, Washington, and they were a great source of inspiration when we went up there for to test out the oven. When I told them my idea, you know, this was almost twelve years ago now. Great ideas came out of that. Just looking at different things and and collaborating with their chefs. I'm trying to think of, you know, we uh, we were really inspired when we went to Ireland. Uh, they call it seat a table menu. was very inspiring. Um, just different ideas. Uh, other trips to Italy um, where we the peach prosciutto pie was kind of born out of some trips out there. So we're always we're always looking around, always looking for inspiration. Well, I I thank you for those listening who now have the restaurant executives who needed an excuse to take a vacation. Now they they call it a working vacation. You know, Drew, speaking of traveling, I'm wondering how the brand will travel and expand geographically over the next few years. And really what, what kind of guides you in your choice of markets? Yeah, we, we do believe, um, I mean, really the awesome thing about pizza is it's a worldwide People love pizza worldwide. So we know that pizza travels. Um, the cool thing about your pie is it's built on allowing for localization, allowing for local cultures to get exactly what they want on their pizza. And that's part of core to our brand. Um, and so we do believe we, we can go anywhere. But that being said, what, what drives us to new locations outside of the southeast, outside of our backyard, is really the people. Um, we're looking for partners that are going to be leaders in their community. They're going to um, want to bring your pie in and really improve the community that they serve. So we don't really look at a market and say, hey, we want to be in, let's sit, let's talk about Billings, Montana, for example. We're in Billings, Montana. We did not specifically say we wanted to go to Billings, Montana, but our partners there, our franchisees came to us and they were a great fit culturally. Um, they had great experience in other businesses that we thought translated to um, being successful in our in the local community. And now Billings, Montana is one of our most um, successful your pie stories. So we're really looking for the right fit culturally from from the people standpoint, and we'll follow the right person 
pretty much anywhere so long as we can um, get them the great products um, from a supply chain standpoint. Um, and so that's really what, what we're after is, is finding the right fit on the people side. Not necessarily we want to go to city A or city B. Makes perfect sense to me. I also, I'd like to ask, particularly pizza brands, what about their side lines? Your side dishes, your beverages even, how big a role for your pie do those types of items play in the overall profitability of the brand? And they, they're huge for us. We we have a little bit more expanded menu than some of our other um, fast casual pizza, I guess, competitors. Gelato being one, we from day one we've had gelato, and that's been a big thing, not just for um, a sidebar, but for the kids. Kids every day say that our parents, I guess, tell us every day that they come to your pie, obviously the pizza, but kids are wanting that gelato. And then also the adults as well like to get a scoop or two of gelato to, to compliment. You mentioned a beverage program. We kind of grew up alongside craft beer. So when we opened in 2008, craft beer was kind of in that same baby growth mode that we were in. And we partnered with craft beer from day one. And local craft beer partnerships have really been core to our brand from day one. And that's been a really big piece of our business um, in a lot of markets. And so, yeah, our beverage program, our I, uh, the sidebar programs that you that you mentioned, we're always looking to improve those. I was in the test kitchen today looking at something for gelato that we think could be a game changer for our system. We're looking at our beverage program, um, making some some cool changes there. So we're always trying to complement our delicious pizza with other things that can do that. So you know that if you mention a game changing change coming up, you have to, to say what it is. <laughs> well, I don't like saying because if it doesn't come to fruition, then people say what happened. But let me just say that uh, no one else is doing it. I've never seen it. I was blown away. So if it if it works out and operationally it, it fits for us and and the consumers enjoy it, it'll be coming through the pipeline pretty soon. So we'll have to be on again and to talk about the launch. <laughs> Nice. Nicely done. Okay. So this is a question I have to ask you. What's your favorite, your pie pizza and why? I'd say most of the times I stick with a classic. I, I build our Ischia. It is really our, our homage to the original pizza. It's very simple. It's got extra virgin olive oil, fresh mozzarella, aroma tomatoes, fresh basil, and fresh garlic. Very simple, but I... I can't just be that simple, so I, I typically add <laughs> some marinara, some fresh jalapeno, and some and pepperoni, so it gives it a little bit of heat. But I, I do that a lot. That's one of my standards. I'll give you a second one though, because I, I eat your pie almost every day. I like to mix our barbecue and hot sauce. That's a pro move. We always tell people. And then I'll do some mozzarella, grilled chicken, banana peppers, oh jalapenos. So I'm always doing the sweet heat a lot of times. Um, very delicious. <laughs> wow. I'm, yeah, my taste buds are nowhere near as brave as yours. I can <laughs> tell you that right off the bat. You know, Drew, it's been such a delight to talk to you and interesting. It's interesting to watch this brand. Um, you know, and I find your excitement around your pie is just infectious. So the year ahead will be interesting to keep tabs on on you all. Thank you for being here and sharing with us. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great talking to you. It has been a pleasure. Thanks also to our audience who are listening. And please don't forget to check us out again next week for another great limited service brand. Until then, I wish you a great weekend and even better business in the week ahead.